Hey everyone, grace and peace to you all from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Today is Tuesday, August 11th. And today on the podcast, I spend time uh, sitting down with my a friend of mine, Human Khalili, a good friend of mine, to have a conversation about some things that God's been teaching him through COVID. Human, um, he's a, uh, he kind of represents the segment of our church that is uh, very extroverted, um, single, lives alone, uh, very network connected, and loves San Francisco because of uh, the connections and the vibrancy and all the things to do. In a time like we're living in shelter in place, COVID, where all of that is gone, how does someone make it? And to be honest, you're going to hear in our in my interview with him, I was worried for him at the beginning of, of shelter in place. I didn't know if he was going to make it. And, he, and he's, he's thrived during this time. And we talk about how. So that's, that's on the podcast today. So here is um, the conversation I had this week with, uh, with Human. Human, say what's up. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> he's been a member of reality for seven years now. And uh, Human and I were on a, uh, a little socially distanced walk last week. And he shared with me a story of how he's been making it through COVID time, like how you've been actually pulling it off. And, and uh, I thought it'd be really encouraging for a lot of people who listen to have him here on the podcast. Um, but this story starts all the way back to when Shelter in Place started back in March. So Human, tell, tell everyone about that day. So yeah, it was roughly around March 20th and uh, my phone rings and it's Lomas on the phone and he's like, hey man, I'm, I'm just checking in on you. And I mean, I don't know, those words wouldn't normally trigger me, but <laughs> well, the, I mean, you know, the reason I called you was you are the most um, socially social person that I've ever met in my life. You're always wanting to do all the things with everyone all the time. I've invited you to a couple of things. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to show up. And then when you're at the thing, you're like, I have another thing and two other things after this thing. And I'm like, what? So I knew that you being at home alone, locked in your house, was either going to be your demise or God was going to do something really unique. So I called you to see how you were doing. Anyway, so I called you on the phone and how were you doing that day? So that day was really rough. I mean, honestly, as soon as you called, I, I unloaded. I, mentally, I have to go back to that place on March 20th and I, I, was, I was rough. I was, I, was, I was particularly mean to you that day and I, I said, you know, what's your plan? What's, what's the church going to do? How, how are we going to gather? What? What, what, I need to know what you're going to be doing for the 70% of the single people at reality. Like, please don't focus in on just the married people. And I, I went to town and I, I spoke for at least 10, 30, 30 minutes (laughs) without taking a breath. And when I finished and you were like silent and I, and I remember saying like, don't you see that the people at your church are hurting? Don't you see that? And you were just quiet. You were just so quiet. And like 10, 15 seconds passed and you can you finally said, I can I can see that you're hurting. I can see that you're having a tough time. Mm-hmm. And I said, Yeah, I am. And uh, I was like, I don't know, I don't know what to do. And 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 I remember we hung up and at that moment I'm like, God, I, I need people to pray with. Like I desperately I need people. And in my mind I had already assembled my dream team and and obviously the first the, the three people I, I really desperately wanted to pray with me every single day on the phone were 
was Dave Lomas, Tarek, and Kevin. Like th- those were the three. I'm like, I'm going to start my dream team with the. And God from that moment was like, absolutely not. I do not want you to pick your team. I will pick your team. I will pick. And so I just, I just started reaching out. I just started calling people. And, and uh, finally one person was like, yeah, let, they didn't, nobody really committed to praying to every day, but they were just like, I'm going to make myself available and, and I'm going to pray with you and you're going to pray with me and you're going to breathe life into me and I'm going to breathe life into you. And uh, it's, it, it kind of organically started that way where by the end of three weeks, I had potentially nine people every day to pray with me. And has there ever been a day in the past four months that all nine people were available? No. But that's not the goal. The goal is to just get three or four of the people for just these like 20 minute segments. If they go longer, great, but you hear what's going on with them, they hear what's going on with you. You say your prayer request, you, you start off with a minute of Thanksgiving and then you, you launch into those and you wouldn't think it would have the power and the effect that it does, but it's transformational. And it took about three weeks for it to like kick in. Um, and I, here, I, I mean, this is going to sound a little silly, but I, I, I got to give a shout out to my, my prayer group because each, each one of these people has, has been instrumental. Um, and uh, one is Lydia. She does go to reality. Hanbit doesn't. Monique doesn't. Luke, uh, he does go to reality. Francine, she doesn't. Juliana doesn't. My mom, uh, Dave McKinney, <laughs> just happens to be one of them. And, and Mark Upkarian, this guy down in L.A. But these nine people were like, they, they literally held my hand. They walked alongside of me. And as a result, because one of the things I'm praying for every single time I pray is God there is a humongous opportunity to be wise with my time this day. Help me be wise with my time. And when you have two or three or four people each day praying that prayer over you, you have no idea the doors God will open up and, and the, the, like, the light he will be on your feet and the people he'll bring into your life and the way he'll like inspire your mind and, and really spark a bright light in your imagination. It's bigger and better than anything that I, else I could have done during the past four months. Yeah, so we were, when we were on a, on a walk this last week, I was just checking in again. Um, I've, we've checked in a few different times, but yeah, we're checking in again after our little, my wife and I already took a little break in July, and, and you were like light on your feet. You were, um, meaning you, have, you were lighthearted. You were full, full of joy, and I was just like, dude, what's been like, what's going on? And you were like, and you were talking again a mile a minute, but you weren't yelling at me. You were like, you know, just talking a mile a minute and enjoy. And, um, and you were like, dude, I, I, I think I figured it out. I think I figured out how to make it through Corona. You either going to do this or you're going to die. I'm like, well, what is it? You're like, find just a few people and pray with him every single day. And it's, it's simple, but it's profound. Like, praying with other people to up to uplift you to like literally just like we're just going to call to a 20 minute check-in to pray and that's why i asked you on this podcast like like just to pray with people and you said it started with uh, putting together a list of people like reaching out to them going would you pray with me and it's not necessarily pray for me but with me right yes. it's like we you they have stuff they're praying through you're praying through and you're doing it together and you're doing it for a long over a long period of time that's exactly right. Yeah. And look, 
give this like three weeks to like come to fruition. Like let it like it, it takes a little while for this to cook. It's, it's not going to happen from the first day or the first week or even the second week. Um, one of the things I was really wrestling with is when this entire shelter in place started. Uh, I don't know if you did this. <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, well, okay. These are the people that I think are really going to be checking in on me and making sure I'm okay. And absolutely none of those people did. None. <laughs> not one. And, and I'm like, what the heck? But through this process, like pruning is always painful. It is always painful. It's always difficult. But if you let like God prune, like the sweetest fruit is always born. And, you know, obviously you're going to be disappointed in certain people not showing up and not being available. That disappointment, it's just part of being a human being. But don't focus in on that. Focus in on like the... Hopefully, God willing, the seven, eight, nine people God brings into your life that make themselves available every other day or every day, because like that's who God wants to pray, and He and it's not just them praying; it's really you breathing life into them as well. Yeah, like think about that. Uh, yeah, he, sometimes I get the most encouragement from praying for other people. I get I lifted up by seeing God answer their prayers. Yeah, and I wanted to make a note. You say seven, eight, or nine people. I mean, one or two people is awesome too. I, I usually do one or two. You're the more seven, eight or nine guy that I, I would say you're like your personality. Like I need seven, eight or nine people every, like a list of people Yeah. where I think most people would be like maybe one, two people. Like my wife would probably go like two people. Like she's super introverted. Right. But it's just, the point is like find someone to be able to check in and pray with. And if you can do that every single day, like yes. what that does I mean, what that does to your, not just your prayer life, but your faith and your connection with God. Um, even socially, I think it does something to your emotional state socially to be able to connect and not just to share like your sorrows some all the time. Sometimes you do, but you're able just to a daily connect to like, let's just pray through this thing together. That's exactly right. You know, uh, when, I, when I was thinking about, you know, how many times is it possible for me to pray with someone on the phone each day? I immediately thought of Daniel in the Old Testament. And, you know, when you hear, you know, the great theologians talk about you know, what, what was up with Daniel's success? Why was he so successful? Uh, almost universally, they all point to one thing, which is Daniel prayed three times a day. He, yeah. And like, when I started this, I'm like, wait a minute, this, what I'm doing is more than three times a day. Like, and I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a prosperity gospel kind of guy, but I'm just going to tell you, like the blessings and the answered prayers and the direction and the focus and the clarity as a result of three, four, five people a day is better than it's ever been my entire life. Mm. And I've been going to church since I was four. And when I was a kid, we would go to church five or six days a week. I'd never had this kind of clarity. I'd never had this, this kind of like focus. I never mm. had God is just one after another answering prayer after prayer. So beautiful. I, th I think on our walk, you likened it to like your time on like the carpets during second set of worship at church. Like That's exactly right. I'm so glad you mentioned that. So there, there it is. Like uh, if, for those of you who go to reality, who are listening to this, the very best part of our services, I thought hands down was right after the sermon was done. And it was this third part of the service where the music would play and these carpets would be available and you could kneel on these carpets and you can grab communion and you could go up for prayer and it was like the Holy Spirit was so rich and thick and alive in uh, our auditorium during that time. 
You can have that moment three or four times a day now if you, if you do this. And um, let, me, let me just kind of end with this here. Um, this is a process and it's not... There, there are going to be people that you don't mesh with. And it's, you're going to need God's discernment in terms of picking the team. Because you're going to be reaching out and people are going to be approaching you. But you just got to think about, like, what's happening at the end of the prayer session? Are, are you uplifted? Are, are, you know, are you, like, convicted with love? Are, are you, like, growing? Hmm. Um, there were, you know two or three people I had to weed out of this process too at the beginning. Uh, but now I've, I've got my core nine. I've got my people that... So just like really be sensitive to who God wants you to be praying with. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's beautiful. Like really being wise and discerning about that. Yeah, I, I think of... Um, you, you probably don't remember this because you might have just blacked out during this time, but at that, at that, uh, at that call, I, I distinctly remember because I prayed for you after that too but at the end of our phone call in march i said whom can i pray for you, with you and you're like yeah you know like yeah basically yeah whatever <laughs> right <laughs> and i remember i remember thinking i remember this distinctly because i have made this a prayer point for you early on i i, I thought and i prayed this is either going to destroy you and your faith like completely destroy you as as social as you are being locked in your apartment for this long or it's going to cause you to grow deeper and bring you to a whole new level of faith in God. Like a faith, a level that you actually have never, never, ever reached or had with God, intimacy with him, a deeper place, a richer, deeper place. And um, I think why I wanted you uh, here and I was so excited is I, I actually seen that happen. Like it didn't go the other way. It, I seen you grow deeper. I seen you basically coming out of this going, I think I figured it out. Like figured what out? I figured out how to make it through a global pandemic. Well, how? Prayer with other people. Like, yeah, that's, that's actually the formula for life. Like, how do you make it through life? It's through a connection with God and with other people through prayer. I mean, it's probably what heaven's going to feel like every single day. Is like you're deeply connected with God and deeply connected with 9 billion people, we don't have or many in heaven. I don't, I don't know how to interpret Revelation, but like, but forever. It's like intimacy, both horizontally and vertically, for all eternity. And I think you're getting a glimpse of it now because you chose, really you chose, like out of desperation, you chose to go, I, I, I have to make it through this. And the only way I know how to do that is I need to pray with people. And I'm really, I'm really thankful for that. I'm stoked for that. I'm, I'm really thankful for your prayer life and how you've encouraged me and hopefully other people. But yeah, so as we end, um, find some people to pray with regularly start with a regular prayer um this could move to daily practice for you that you call one or two people if you want the um master class then do nine people <laughs> but if if you're someone you know a little bit more not so crazy intense choose one or two and make it a regular thing i have a few people that i pray with regularly there's people that i make sure that every single week that we're on the phone praying and talking and then there's my community group that's more regular than that. So I think this is like vital for people, especially like you, like you said, um, single uh, in a city where you're not moving. You're out unemployed. Unemployed. <laughs> Come on. Unemployed phone screener. 
<laughs> he, he unemployed. Yeah. He, um, yeah. And I think this is really, really huge. So, um, yeah. If this oh, can, is, I, can I just say one last thing? Uh, you know, reality does have a lot of resources, like reach out, send an email, um, especially if you're a new Christian or you just have no family nearby, like, like start with the church. Uh, if for some reason no one is getting back to you, then reach out to your Christian friends. And if none of them are getting back to you and you're just like completely lost, I'm available on social media. Come find me. <laughs> I'll pray with you. <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, I think that's a good point. We actually have a, 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 a amazing prayer team, Emmanuel prayer, um, different ways that our church is available every week, every day to actually pray. Um, we have a monthly, yeah, we have a lot of prayer going on, but I think this is a call for find your people that you can be praying with through things post COVID when the world opens back up. I hope that this forges in you relationships and prayer channels and relationship that lasts forever and for life. Um, peace to you all. Thank you for listening to this very exciting, louder version of our daily podcast with human. Thank you. Peace y'all. <laughs> <laughs>